my god! The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Welcome to the five count. Here it is. Here we are. Here Ton is. I'm right here. Finally, Ton is back. Ready to do it. All of you out there listening are thinking, man, where the hell's Ton? When's Ton coming back? Hey, have you seen Ton? Well, here he is. Is that real? Everybody thought I disappeared? Well, I'm back. Just constantly, that's what I hear all the time. Thank you so much. Where's Ton? How's Ton? Have you seen Ton? How come you're not Ton? Yeah. There's no way that that Sorry. happens. All your all your sweet fans that you work with, there's no way that that happens. It sounds like they like you very much. Mm, they're trying to use me to get to Ton. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate because they're missing out on one of the best friends they could ever have in this entire universe, Dust. That's you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, happy Christmas to you. Hey, it's almost Christmas time. Happy holidays. Yes. Do you feel in the mood this year? Do you feel in the mood for Christmas? Oh, for Christmas, yeah. Um, Sure. Do you? I guess so. Just sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I wasn't for sure, for sure, but then when I got here and I was like, Fireside Studios. Yeah. Tons Christmas sweater. Mm -hmm. It's hard to not get in the mood yeah yeah i mean i think so i have like little moments i mean as i'm i i don't know how uh long time listening any of you are out there but dusty and i have children um not together yeah not together separately we have children and i currently still have one in diapers and then one in kindergarten and it's really easy to get caught up in like I'm just having to do the day to day things like to get through this day. And so you don't have as much time to sit and reflect and think about like, oh yeah, it's Christmas and isn't that wonderful? And we should sit down and watch a Christmas show and decorate some cookies or whatever it is. It doesn't happen so often. But I get these little moments where all of a sudden I'm like, Oh yeah. Mm. 
You know what? Maybe down the road, Ton, when your kids put you in a home, yeah, you'll have plenty of time to sit and reflect. I will. So, I mean, you got that to look forward to. I will. I look forward to it a lot, actually. Just me with my own place and my Plex server with all the Christmas films I want on it. Wow. Just sitting in the corner. Just sitting there watching stuff all day. Eating Cheetos and not giving a rip. Cheetos uh, and eggnog. Who cares? A man can dream. Once you're in that once you're in that status, a home, it's like pfft, not giving a rip about anything. Tun's the only man who crumples up Cheetos and sprinkles it on his eggnog that I know. Delicious. Some people do like cinnamon or, you know, yeah. maybe with some other pumpkin something or other. Sure. Ton goes right for the Cheeto paws. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be pa- the paws, though, not the <laughs> not the doodles and not the cheesies or the balls. Or, I mean, something with those paws. I don't, I don't know. even know what a doodle is. What's a cheesy doodle? What's a, That's a thing? Cheetos doodles? Like the crunchy ones. Oh, that's a doodle? Aren't those called doodles? I don't know. Those are good, though. Oh, yeah. I'll put flaming Hots on there, too. I don't care. Yeah. It's not easy being cheesy. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not at all. Wow. Ton, you're really working that mic stand. Something fierce. This uh, adjustment was a little loose here. I had to tighten her up. Oh. Speaking of cheesy, um, we were just having a conversation off air before this program started. I would like to get back into that conversation unless you have any uh, About pressing cheese? announcements. I just wanted to say that we... Are the five count. We're here tonight. Thank you very much for joining us. We have numerous five count mailbag questions, and we've got a few of the five count hotline voicemails, and Ton got an actual letter in the mail, like a real old person. Awesome. So much stuff. Really is. Now it's your turn to talk about cheese. No, I wasn't talking about cheese. Remember, we were talking about malls. You had that nice Madison East jingle. Madison East, Madison East this Christmas. I remember that so vividly. That was just a radio jingle, though, wasn't it? From about 35 years ago. Yeah. It wasn't on TV. I keep trying to think of an image that went with it, but I can't. It might have been on Channel 12. Okay. So. K-E-Y-C. My question to you was. Do you remember malls fondly? Like, did you enjoy the mall? I enjoyed certain aspects of it. I know there's a huge period of our lives where we were very much like, I hate the mall. The mall sucks now. I just hate everything, I guess, as a blanket statement. But in particular, like, people going places. Yeah. Talking existing (laughs) you know things like that yeah okay well but when you were an adolescent and a teenager did you also hate all those same things and that did that impede your mauling um i not to the extent that i do now i did enjoy certain aspects of the mall yeah um disc jockey was always a big deal yeah pocket change Always made it a point to go there. Yeah. When we were much younger, Woolworths was the hot ticket. 
If you're possibly listening and have no idea what we're talking about, Pocket Change was an arcade, and Disc Jockey was a place where they sold music and a little bit of movies, right? Maybe that came later. They sold t-shirts. Yeah, but it's mostly like music-related stuff. Cassettes, CDs, t-shirts. They were a Ticketmaster outlet. Yeah. I was going to share a story about that. Oh, all right. Go ahead. I just wanted to say that um, almost 25 years ago, I bought tickets at Disc Jockey to see Metallica. And just yesterday, I bought tickets once again to see Metallica. Yes. For ton. Because he wanted to go see him twice. Yes. Twice in a row. Dude. He bought tickets to see probably the worst tickets in the stadium. But he's there. He's in there. You want to know something? I'll be honest with you. I'm not even, I'm way more interested in seeing Pantera than I am Metallica. What if they're broken up by then? I really hope that doesn't happen. The show doesn't happen for another two years. Yeah, I really hope that doesn't happen. They'll probably break up or someone will die. They'll be replaced by Godsmack or something. That would be the worst possible scenario. And then you can't get a refund. Oh, oh, wow. That would be the worst possible scenario. It's going to happen. It can't happen. What do you mean it's going to happen? Instead of Pantera, it'll be Papa Roach. Terrible. Terrible. Dust. Why are you doing this to me now? It's the Christmas season and you're doing this. No wonder you're so... Much of a curmudgeon. Wow. Sorry. Go back to the mall. You love the mall. You really loved it. You still love it. You love everybody. I don't really love it now. Um, I love. Hot I don't topic. know if it's nostalgia, but I remember really liking going to the mall and thinking it was like it was great to just be able to just cruise the mall and go into whatever random store and just look around at stuff, look around at Best Buy and Suncoast Video and go to Pocket Change and all that stuff. Sam Goody. Get an Orange Julius. I remember, I think it's technically like where that hat shop is now by the, is that still there? By the movies? By Movies 8? You're talking about the buckle? Is it the buckle? Is that where you got that sweater? No. It's like if you're walking towards Movies 8 from inside the mall and it's on that corner spot that's like facing you, at one point there was this ginormous candy store. And I remember that just being like ridiculous. You wanted to go in there and just buy it. It had all kinds of crazy candies. And you could buy it all in bulk or whatever, you know, buy as little or as much as you want. That's why they call them ton. I also loved the Ruddles that was in there. Two stories. Yeah. Two stories of Ruddles. My memories of that is really cool. Now it's an A&W. Yeah. Not the same. Not the same at all. No, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with them all now, but it's definitely not like... It doesn't feel the same at all. If I'm going to the mall, it's like I have a mission to accomplish. I'm going there and going. He's on a mission. Actually, I go to Target more than anything. Lock up your moms. Tons on a mission at the mall. Yeah. 
It's like Target or Shields. To buy fudge and loofahs? Yeah. Both, yeah. yes. Exactly. You're a simple man. 100%. Ton, I got some bad news. I got some good news, but also some bad news. Okay. Uh, bad news is that Bob McGrath from Sesame Street died. Mm, wow. You know who I'm talking about? I think so. You remember Bob? Yeah. I think he was in his 90s, but still. Well, we all got to go sometime. Huh. Is that what they said on... Is that That's, I think, what uh, Big Bird said when Mr. Hooper died. <laughs> well, I got to go sometime. <coughs> Todd's wow. about to go right now. Yeah, and I hope you'll say that when I do go on air. Don, you still there? He's dead. Well, we all got to go sometime. <laughs> Seriously, though. Seriously, he died. It was kind of sad because I was in talks with him at one point and we couldn't get the scheduling worked out. Yeah. It's probably not going to work out now. <laughs> yeah. But we did have Big Bird on the show. Yes. So, I mean, there did. is that. Would you like to hear some music? Sure, I would love it. We got a lot more to get to later on in the program. Right now, you seem like you need a song. I would love it. In your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Oh, hi there, little fella. Oh. Hey, listen, you know who you could be if I gave you this little hat and a bag to carry over your shoulder? I could be a laundry man. No, not a laundry man. How about Santa Claus? No, 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 not Santa Claus. What's wrong with Santa Claus? There's nothing wrong with Santa Claus. Don't you like Christmas? Oh, I love Christmas, but you could be the postman. A postman? Hmm. Oh, the postman always brings dumbbell through rain or snow or sleet or hail. I'll work and work the whole day through. Go get your letter safe, oh you. Cause the postman is a person in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. He's in your neighborhood. A postman is a person in your neighborhood. A person that you meet each day. Well, I'll see you around. Hey, okay. Watch it. Where are you going? To a fire? Hey, speaking of a fire. Fire? What fire? Hell? <laughs> no, there's no fire at all, but you know who you could be if I gave you this little shiny red hat? Yeah, Santa Claus. No, not no. Santa Claus. No, no, no. Red Riding Hood. No, 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 not Red Riding Hood. You could be a fireman. A fireman? Holy smoke. <laughs> oh, a fireman is brave, it said. His engine is a shiny red. If there's a fire anywhere about, well, I'll be sure to put it out. Cause a fireman is a person in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. He's in your neighborhood. And a postman is a person in your neighborhood. Well, they're the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the people that you meet each day.
This is Sam Moore, formerly of Sam and Dave. You're listening to The Five Count.
Hi, this is Seika, the Platinum Princess of Porn. You're listening to The Five Count.
It's Christmas time. It's the five count. I was just funning you. Welcome back to the show. Ton was playing Mall Madness during that musical break. Man, what a time. What a time to play Mall Madness. It really is. When you're on the clock. You know what else it's a time for? Watching Murder, She Wrote. Oh. You ever watch that? Murder, He Watched. You ever watch that ever? Uh, I've seen it, yes. Did your grandma watch that? I don't believe so. My mom may have. Yeah. Because back then, you had to watch anything that your mom watched. Yeah. Because it's like, you got three channels and it's dark outside, so better sit, watch Falcon Crest. Yeah. Because that's your option, or else go to bed. Yes. So what do you do? It's so ridiculous. Do you watch Simon and Simon, or do you go sit in the corner and color? It's funny when I think about that, because my kids or my daughter at least, is completely spoiled. She never has to watch the thing that I want, ever. She comes rolling in, I want to watch a show, Dad. If I let her watch one, she watches exactly what she wants. and No knots landing for her. And then when I tell her it's time to be done, it's like, but no, but I want to finish it. I want to, I should just put something else on and make her watch it. I should just do that. It's got to be a valuable lesson there. It's got to be. Or if she has that option, she can go color or do whatever. Yeah, you're the man of the house, Don. You pay the bills. That's true. You should be able to watch Murder, She Wrote when you want. Yeah, I pay the bills and I paid for all the stuff that she's using. Man. Done. My grandmother watched Murder, She Wrote, so now I'm starting to watch it. And you know what? It's kind of... Wait, was she murdered? My grandmother? Yeah. No. Oh, that's good. But... If you know the show at all, 
I'm not even that far in, and it seems so ridiculous that there's like 11 seasons, and I can't remember how many episodes per season, but it's like a lot of episodes, and every single... Okay, if you're listening now and you don't don't know what Murder, She Wrote Spoilers. It's about a woman, an older woman, that like basically looks like she could be someone else's grandmother. She's a mystery writer. In the show, she's a very famous mystery novel novelist, we'll say, right? And basically the premise of every single episode is she is going somewhere to be interviewed on a TV show or sell a book or going on her own vacation or whatever it is. And she's always like interacting with some people and uh, like that she's in direct contact with. And one of them always, always inevitably gets murdered. And then (laughs) in the same town, right? No, she goes all over dying in this town. No, it's not always in the same town, but it does happen repeatedly in her town. But she goes to other towns also. Don't you feel like the police, the authorities would step in and say, hey, you know what? A lot of people are dying when this lady's around. Maybe we should look into that. Yeah. So the funny thing is, I've already even encountered the episode where she gets, she's the number one suspect. But the funny thing about that episode is the detective knows who she is and that she's a mystery writer and knows that she's good at at understanding crimes so even though she's the number one suspect, he's like, I know you'll figure it, figure your way out of this. I'm sure you didn't kill him. And that's that's the other funny part, is in most of them, she's like already trying to figure it out, and, and whatever cop or detective that's on duty is typically like, oh, don't go poking your nose in this business. I got this under control. Who are you? And she's like, oh, no, you better listen to me because I know what's happening here. And then the was ep- that your Angela Lansbury? No. And then the other episodes where the detective is like, "Oh, well, what do you think?" <laughs> you know, like, "What do you think happened?" Then suddenly she's like, "Oh no, I I wouldn't know about these things. I'm not a detective." It's like, what what is happening here? You don't think that maybe she's running out of ideas for her her books, so she's maybe meddling. Yeah. Helping along some of these murders, so she has something to write about. She's actually seems a little offing, fishy. Yeah, she's offing all of them, and then through the whole premise of the show is she's convincing even us, the viewers, that it was someone else. That's an interesting concept. So it should be called murder. She aided and abetted. She did. <laughs> I don't know. It's really just like ridiculous to think about it now. Because, like, how many murders has this woman witnessed firsthand? That's a lot. It's a coincidence to a certain point. But then after a while, you'd got to think, like, you know, you really seem to be around a lot. Yeah. When these dead dudes turn up. And especially if there's some kind of a party, a holiday party, always someone gets killed. I wouldn't invite her. It's Me neither. It's unbelievable. Murder she causes. Yes, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't I don't even <laughs> Oh, tons of goner. Somebody get Angela Lansbury on the Is phone. Is she here? Oh god. <laughs> Spike wow. tons Ovaltine. Wow. Ton, I got uh, a message. 
Do you really? From the Five Count Hotline. Did you know we had one of those? Oh, yeah, I did. The Five Count Hotline. 507-519-2030. Let's hear what this uh, caller has to say. Hey, I like the new message. Anyway, this is uh, Mickey uh, Sand in Every Crevice. I'm just calling to check in from sunny Florida. I've been exploring the Florida beaches. Hopefully you can hear me and the golf breezes aren't blowing out the phone call here. But anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you I was lucky this time and avoided all the five-count crabs. It was pretty tough and go here and there, but, you know, <laughs> it all worked out in the end. But I suppose by the time this airs, I'll be Mickey Snow in every crevice. I don't know. Here we got a snowstorm. <laughs> okay, talk to you later. Bye. Ton, how do you feel about that? Wow. Ton, you had uh, five-count crabs yeah. a few times, right? Dangerous. Did that ever come out in the end? Oh, yeah. So to speak? Yeah. It all got resolved eventually, but... Well, that's good. They're uh, they're really hangers-on, if you know what I'm saying. I, I don't. <laughs> that's awesome, Nikki. I can't believe you're in Florida. And here's the thing. Nikki's in Florida on a vacation on a beach, and she's thinking about us, Dust? Ho, ho, ho. That is something. <laughs> As Santa would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we did have a we did have a blizzard, Nikki, and uh thank you so much for just uh recognizing that we were stuck in the blizzard. I, I sat out in the parking lot, almost lost a toe. You did. Because Ton didn't show up on time. Yeah. It was awful. Super late. Man. Just want to throw that out there again. But thank you so much. I'm glad you avoided those crabs, and I hope you had a good time. I stopped honking at the at the intersection. I don't know if you ever heard my honk. Maybe I'll try it again. Maybe you were on vacation the whole time I was honking. We'll see. Honk. So you got uh, a voicemail. I got a letter here. Should I open this up? I got another voicemail and a whole bunch of messages. Oh, what do you want to do first? I'm not sure. We don't have enough show for all the love and affection that the listeners bestow upon ton i'm opening this letter oh, okay this says for the ton to read sir dustin wow i won't give out your address just in case on the back it says have you ever seen a movie called night breeds i think the movie you're referring to is actually called night breed and it's one word john and yes i have and uh I just remember it being completely ridiculous, like the the outfits and the acting being so terrible that I couldn't take it seriously. It's like it's a Clive Barker film, so like a horror film. Have you seen this? I You've probably this. have. You've I remember the VHS cover. Yeah, from, from Video Magic. Ridiculous movie. It, have you seen like it, the, John? Isn't it like The Outsiders, but with vampires? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think that they're vampires. They're like weird creatures. They're different kinds of creatures that are in this weird interdimensional place. They're Nightbreed. Sounds dumb. You mean like the X-Men? Yeah. But they're kind of like in hell, but not. Oh. Why are you watching a movie like that, John? Oh, yeah, John, what are you doing? It's Christmas time for crying out loud. Talk about Christmas. John gave us a $1 off coupon of Lint Chocolates and a $1 off bag, any size, Snappers. <laughs> What's what are, that mean? What are Snappers? 
Chocolatier. Edward Mark Chocolatier. Wow. Is that like lobsters or something? Thank you so much. No, it's like chocolates. Oh. Look at this. There's like a a piece of paper here. Oh, it's a past due balance. Wow. It's John's past due balance. You owe him money? Wow. Caitlin, talk to her October 12th. Holy cow. This is his past due balance for his apartment dust. Shouldn't you have (laughs) maybe mailed that in with your payment? Wow. Your total past due amount, including late fee, is 55 bucks. If your account is not at zero balance by the 15th, eviction proceedings. Wow. What? Yeah, pretty cutthroat over there in New Ulm. John, I really hope this was gone about three days, question mark. Dude, I agree with you. Had I been out of town three more days, eviction process would have started. Over 25 bucks. Till I made a phone call, I was in panic mode. I spell phone times sometimes phone. Yep, I got it the last time, John. I'm sorry. It totally makes sense. Like the track phone, I totally get it. Wow. Son's reading his fan mail to himself over the radio. Well, we talked about it last week. I trust you and and Dustin crossed off a few things in case I say it on air by accident. Yeah, it's okay, John. It's really okay. It was my fault. When I brought up what was good slash bad thing this year question, thought you would have said birth of your son for a good thing. That was a good thing. Don forgot that. He had said some other nonsense about going to the mall. No. um, And you wonder why they'll put you in a home down the road. Well, my son was born last year. So maybe that's why. But my son is a very good thing. I love him very much. Don't you worry. Yeah, he was born. It says, or maybe born last year, question mark. Yeah. Yeah, he was born last year, John. But that's okay. He can't remember. Enclosed something about sly and wrestling and, of course, my notice and few coupons. Have a good day, ton and dust. Will you try to send a Christmas card? Friended fan of five counts, 13 years. What up? Wrote this in Andover. Wow. Do we have his address? What a guy. Um... We just send it to Sauerkraut Town. It'll get there. I don't know if we do have his address. I got a PS from John in New Ulm. We had 3M Santa party at work. They watched movies in all three rooms. And yes, Santa wore Crocs. <laughs> PS, PP, PS. Bad joke warning. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. Impasta. Impasta. Because it sounds like imposter. Wow. This has been a moment with John in New Ulm. What a guy. hi John, thank you so much. Yeah, if we have your address, John, we'll, we can definitely send you a Christmas card. Look at this. He's so sly. Mm. Dude, an article about sly. Keep punching until you can't punch no more. It's always been that way for me. Hey, Ton. Ton. Oh, I forgot. I got something real special for you. I can't wait to read this article. Christmas time's coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. It's the holidays. Uh And I just realized that it's been a long time since we heard from Pac-Man. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. What do you say about that? I don't know what to say about that. Let's... Actually, I'm okay with it, but it's... Are you serious, Pac-Man? Let's head to Playland with Pac-Man, shall we? All right. Everybody, this is Pac-Man, and this is your Pac-Man read-along book. Now, every time you hear the Energizer sound, it means it's time to turn the page in your storybook. Well, we're ready to begin our amazing adventure. Now, remember, when you hear the Energizer sound, turn the page. It is that time of the year that everyone loves the most, summer. You know, summer is the time for riding bicycles, playing baseball, throwing frisbees, picking flowers, and if you're lucky enough to live in Packville, you may visit Packville's very own amusement park, Playland. Playland is filled with fun. You can coast on the kiddie coaster, go around and around on the merry-go-round, up and down on the Ferris wheel, toss the ring toss, play video games in the arcade, go bumpity-bump on the bumper cars, and get your fingers sticky on cotton candy. This looks like a perfect day to visit Playland, with Packville's very own Pac-Man. It's that kind of day when you can hear the birds singing their favorite melody. It's that kind of a day when the flowers wear their very best perfume. And it's that kind of a day when everything seems just right. As you know, Pac-Man is usually being chased by four goofy ghosts. Shadow, Bashful, Speedy, and Pokey. Shadow, he's the mysterious one. Bashful is the shy guy. Speedy is the fast one, and Pokey is the slowpoke. These four feisty fellows are always causing trouble for Pac-Man. You never know what the fearsome foursome have up their sleeves, <clears throat> or sheets, or whatever it is that ghosts wear. Well, anyway, on this particular day, the ghosts have been called out of town to visit a sick friend. Their friend is supposedly confined to his bed. His problem, which is common to ghosts, is overeating. This really is a perfect day. The ghosts are gone, and Pac-Man can relax and enjoy himself. Well, here we are at Playland. Let's all go for a ride with Pac-Man on the Pacville Express, the miniature train that circles the entire amusement park. On this ride, we will be able to get a good view of the rides and games in Playland. We can pick our favorites and plan our day. Let's all find our favorite rides. Look to your left. There is the Ferris wheel and the bumper cars. Look to your right. It's the video arcade, and next to that is the roller coaster. Look straight ahead. There is the cotton candy vendor and the ring toss game. Look behind you. <gasps> oh, no. It's Shadow, Bashful, Speedy, and Pokey. What do you think they're trying to do? Do you suppose their friend is feeling better after his overeating spree and they've decided to celebrate their good fortune in Playland? Fat chance. Those tricky ghosts, they fibbed. They never left town at all. Can you believe that? Wait. Wait. 
Do you think their plan is to sneak up on Pac-Man and capture him? With Pac-Man out of the way, it would be very easy for those guys to play tricks on everyone in Pacville. Hey, Pac-Man. Pac-Man, what are you going to do? I don't know what Pac-Man has planned, but it looks like he's headed for the merry-go-round. Let's follow him and see what's going to happen. It looks like Pac-Man is having fun riding the horses, but that so-called fearsome foursome are looking more like dizzy dunces by the minute. They're falling off one, after, after, after another. Now that's what I would call an exciting ride. <laughs> I wonder how much more excitement the ghost can take. It looks as if Pac-Man is headed for the Pacville Riverboat. After a harrowing experience on the merry-go-round, there's nothing quite as nice as a gentle cruise on the riverboat. Yes, a gentle cruise for Pac-Man, but perhaps a different story for the ghosts. Everyone knows that ghosts and water go together like cats and dogs. Just as I thought. Pac-Man is taking a relaxing ride, but the ghosts are getting seasick. A river cruise always has a way of building up Pac-Man's appetite. Is anyone else feeling a little hungry? How does cotton candy sound to you? Now remember, don't eat too much or your stomach may get upset. <laughs> They never learn. If it's not one thing, it's another. Those tricksters have eaten so much that they're going to be slowed down to a crawl. This sure has been a fun day. But it's getting late, and maybe we should go home. We don't want our parents to worry. Wait a minute. What about the fun house? It's Pac-Man's favorite. No, we can't leave until Pac-Man takes a run through the tunnels, hallways, and mirror mazes of the fun house. And it won't take long. Why, he's going in now. And here come the ghosts right behind him. The chase is on. Through the tunnels, down the dark hallways, up silly slides and around the endless maze. It looks like Pac-Man is playing a trick on the tricksters. The endless maze is his favorite. He's been here many times before, and he knows how to reach the exit door. It certainly didn't take Pac-Man long to find his way out of the maze. But what about those foolish ghosts? They must still be inside trying to find their way out. When will those ghosts ever learn... It just doesn't pay to be sneaky. The sun is setting over Playland, and everyone in Pacville is home in their beds dreaming about the wonderful fun they had today with Pac-Man in Playland. Everyone except those goofy ghosts. They're still trying to escape from the funhouse. I'll bet those tricksters are wondering where the fun in Funhouse went. Maybe next time, when everyone goes to Playland, the ghosts will make friends with Pac-Man. And everyone will end their day as happy as we have. All right, everybody, listen up. This is D. Snyder. Yeah, you know me. And you are listening to The Five Count. Yeah.
got the time So show your face And bring a dime And slip it in the jukebox Down, down
many places where you can hear my great tunes except right here on the five count with the Dustin man he is the man there's a place I had to when sun goes down it's a place Where all my good friends gather round And the barman takes confession And the band sings like a choir And by midnight everybody feels inspired It's my barroom cathedral Everybody there's my friend And I know they'll all forgive me For my faults and for my sins And the Lord knows everybody Needs a place to ease his mind And my barroom cathedral Is a place where I ease mine I remember well back from my childhood days How we'd go to church on Sunday and we'd pray But it always seemed that some folks thought there's better folks than we Now I found a place I'm proud to be just me It's my barroom cathedral Everybody there's my friend And I know they'll all forgive me For my faults and for my sins And the Lord knows everybody Needs a place to ease his mind And my barroom cathedral Is the place where I ease mine 
I heard one time Jesus took a taste of wine Oh, I know he didn't do it all the time But I know he loved us sinners And someday you'll take me home But tonight you better know right where I'm going To my barroom cathedral Everybody there's my friend And I know they'll all forgive me For my faults and for my sin And the Lord knows everybody Needs a place to ease his mind And my barroom cathedral Is a place where I ease mine Yes, my Barroom Cathedral is a place where I ease mine. Oh my God! Check out the pump, brother. What's up, dude? I was born, I was bred, I was southern fed. Got a crazy idea running through my head. California is a place that I had to be. Then a speech in the pit really set me free. Oh, yeah. Turning it on, everybody on the beach knew it wouldn't be long. I took the belt, it was flares, I don't really care. In the hands of the maniacs, we can all share. It's the sky, he remains the same With the training and the prayers and the vitamins too Don't mess with us, or we'll beat you too Are you a Hollywood producer? Brother. Hey, 
Welcome back to the five count. Here it is. Here, I love it. Here it is. Here you are. Here I am. Here's dust. Somebody's here. Thank you so much. Are you here? Uh, Pac-Man was here. Hey, who's that? You love Pac-Man. When, when did that guy get here? Listen, do kids even know what Pac-Man is anymore? Kids don't listen to this show, Ton. It's only elderly people that listen to the show? Yes, our median age is like the 35 to 64 demographic Except Nikki, she's like twenty three, right? But I mean, she's on a special average. special case. And I don't know if Twitter Lori listens anymore, but she's like doubt it twenty four, twenty two. I don't know. You're like what fifty eight? Yeah, I'm like fifty eight. But you don't look a day over fifty two. But you know, I have no problem with those young gals. Ton does not have a problem. No, there's no problems there. Hey, Ton. I got another message here sent to the five count hotline. There's no way. You got more messages? I got a lot of stuff happening here. A lot of people love us. Hi, guys. It's T. Tony Tone. As you know, not long ago, I contributed to the KMSU Pledge Drive and was able to qualify for the five count prize pack. I wanted to let your listeners know that it was delivered as promised. So they should definitely contribute next year. Here's a list of a few of the items in this year's prize pack. There's an autographed picture of Dustin and Ton in the early days when they looked really buff. 
some Terminator 2 movie action cards that I can trade with my friends. There's a five-count refrigerator magnet and some bumper stickers. And last but not least, a brand-new Spice Girls CD. Mm. Well, hang on. It's, it's a few years old. Um, okay, maybe a few decades old, but I don't have any Spice Girls in my CD collection. So it's brand-new to my collection. Well, thank you very much for these one-of-a-kind items. Next year, I look forward to some delicious clamby canes. Take care. I'll fade out with a deep track on this Spice Girls CD. Hope you can hear it. Later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the Spice Girls. Yeah, dude. And Tony, Tony Tone. Who doesn't love the Spice Girls? That's wonderful. I mean, I realize that Tony Tone didn't have the Spice Girls before, but I guarantee he loves it now. God bless Tony Tone. Yes, what a guy. I'm so happy that you're happy with the five-count prize pack. That's wonderful. Todd, I got another message sent to the five-count mailbag. Did you really? Want to hear this one? Yeah. Hi, guys. Last week, we received our prize package from the Pledge Drive, and (laughs) wow, cool. (laughs) The stickers, the magnet, the business card, the guitar picks, the Terminator cards, the photos, the photos. Dusty, you were correct when you put a post-it note on the envelope that said, Ton thought you should have these. (laughs) We totally love having the photos. I've attached a photo of the swag, just so you know what I'm talking about, in case you forgot what you threw in there when Tun cleaned out his desk. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> what a great show. You never fail to make us laugh. And even if I don't call in or email as often as I probably should, just know that we are listening to the show every Saturday night that we can. By the way, the creamed corn conversation was priceless. <laughs> I'll end this message with the comment I left on the KMSU website after we pledged. Dustin and Ton are the best radio hosts on the planet. Even if we were kidnapped by aliens who showed us a whole universe of planets, the five count is better. So (laughs) suck it, aliens. The five count rules come down here and prove us wrong. Love, Sue and Dave from Lakeville. Wow. Sue and Dave, we love you too. That's amazing. Damn. That's really. <laughs> don't, know, uh, don't know what to say. Sue, I will have you know that that was not just laying around on my desk. I went and picked, I chose them photos myself and had them printed off at a local place. The only place that I know that does a really fantastic job had them printed off with you in mind. And you know what? I hope that you do find something about those picks because I have literally those guitar picks. I wasn't sure if you, anybody would care. I was like, would anybody think this is cool or not? Those picks I've had since I was probably, I don't know, 11 years old, something like that, 11 or 12 years old. Like when I first started playing guitar. And I got my first real electric guitar, and I was trying to like find myself with the instrument. And I was buying all these different picks, 
And those picks in particular, I used for a very long time trying to learn how to get faster and playing metal music and all this stuff that I don't even really play anymore. But I'm just saying there's like serious mileage on those picks and you can't tell because they're super thick and crazy. And I don't, I now have found like my, the pick I play only fender white mediums and maybe I'll send more. I think it, did I include one of those? That was like half ground down. I think I did, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's like a real thing. There's probably DNA of me on there. Those are, those are the times when I literally played guitar as often as possible. I came home from school and I had a guitar on me and I played guitar like at the dinner table. And when I went to the bathroom and when I slept at night, I had a guitar. I literally slept with my guitar. It was like a ridiculous thing. So that's, that's how intimate those items are. Intimate. What a nice message. It was a beautiful message. Thank you so much kind of choked up a little bit well and that's that's the only reason why like it sounds like you're you're very appreciative and i and i appreciate that back and i wanted to give those little extra details on the stuff ton was tearing up a bit too yeah you know tony tone not nothing taken away from you either pal we really appreciate your interaction yeah all the love from the listeners yes i've only seen ton cry three times in my life uh, the first time was when Apollo Creed died that's for in real, Rocky that's Four. Real. Yeah, that's real. Uh, the second time was when he saw King Diamond in concert. Yes, yes. And the third time, uh, just now, Yeah, hearing those messages. It really was something. Wow. What a time. What a mm. time to be alive and shed a tear. John, you remember when you were alive like uh, 10 years ago? I do. I'm glad. Was it almost 10 years ago now that we saw King Diamond? Uh, I'm not sure I can check. Yeah, we need to figure that out. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Awesome. December 8th, 2012. Oh, this was a banger. Really? This was one of the top 10 10 episodes of the five-count 10 years ago. No way. It was a uh, two-hour show. Which uh, usually we don't uh, have that much time 10 years ago. But around that time, for some reason, the show that preceded us just didn't show up a lot. But anyway, during the first hour, played some Yuletide classics. Warned the listeners of the dangers of osteoporosis. And we took a trip to Packville to celebrate Christmas with Pac-Man. Oh, boy. Wow. Ten years ago. There we go. I swear I did not read that until just now. That's spooky. That's very spooky. Ah, uh, the second hour, Ton. You're going to love this. Two exclusive interviews, okay? With the uh, principal characters from the documentary, The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. <laughs> Wow, yes. Uh, we're talking about Steve Wiebe, the guy who was like the king of Donkey Kong. Remember in that movie? Yes. And his arch nemesis, the video game player of the century, Billy Mitchell. Yes. They were both on this show 10 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Both on the same show, like the same night. Wow. Sometimes I forget. 
that we had Billy Mitchell on the show. It's kind of crazy. Remember we just randomly cold called him and he was in his car delivering some hot sauce or something? Yeah. And just talked to us for a half hour? Yep. Gave us a full interview. Crazy. Now I think he's been disgraced. Yeah. But back then it was a big deal. It was. That was 10 years ago, Ton. And it was right around the time when that documentary came out. It's good. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yeah. It was an arcade Christmas on the five count 10 years ago. That's awesome. What a great show. Yeah. Can't believe it. The wind got that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Speaking of wind, John's losing his quickly. Dude. You know, because he's dying. That uh, cream corn conversation was solid gold, and now I'm going to bring up something else. Dust, how do you feel about sweet potatoes? I'm not for them. Really? You're not for them at all? Nope, sorry. What the heck, dude? I know. Why? They're too sweet. What do you mean too sweet? Like, not in a awesome way but like in a yuck why would anybody eat this way (laughs) i was putting my daughter to bed this evening before i came up to do this program and we we were laying in her bed and got into this hilarious conversation she's five and she just randomly says how she hates sweet potatoes (laughs) and i was like what and then so at first i'm all doing the normal my normal dad routine and like you know what honey pie when i was your age i didn't like sweet potatoes either you know whatever and i started talking about it and i was like you know what i don't know why i didn't like it and i was like my grandmother i broke down the whole thing how my grandmother made these sweet potatoes at holidays and my dad would make me like try to make me eat them and it would i would gag and i hated it it was like torture and then I was like, but I don't know why I didn't like it. And I said, you know why? And she's like, why? I said, listen, I'm going to tell you what these, what was in these sweet potatoes. Like, I'm pretty sure she boiled them first, and then she cut them up. And my my daughter, she's five, she's totally like paying attention. She's like, she boiled them up, then she cut them, and then what, Dad? She put them in a pan, and I'm like, yep, she put them in a pan honey pie and then she put these thick little pads of butter all around because my daughter loves butter loves hot buttered toast and i like she put them all around on the sweet potatoes and then she put a whole bunch of brown sugar on all of that and then she put an entire layer of full-size marshmallows on top and put it back in the oven and in the oven sophia it ended up like roasted marshmallows like you had them on the fire so when she pulled it out it was ooey gooey and buttery brown sugary delicious over top of sweet potatoes and she was (laughs) she was like all on board going like "Mm, marshmallows and butter and whatever (laughs) she goes but on sweet potatoes and were they orange? And I said yes. And she goes, black, black, <laughs> instantly. And I just lost it. I was cracking up. Because <laughs> it was like carbon copy for some reason of how I hated it. But I have no idea why. Oh, Sounds terrible. It was really funny. I would eat that right now. Sweet potatoes. Just eat the top off of it? 
No, I'd eat the whole thing. I don't have a problem with sweet potato. I'll eat a sweet potato plain now. I'd rather have sweet potatoes than regular potatoes. She said she tried a sweet potato fry at school, and it was terrible. And I was like, how can a French fry be terrible? It's too sweet. But even at five, she goes, "It was. it's because it's orange, and the, and the texture is terrible, and the taste is terrible. It's pretty know. much everything. It's pretty funny. It's like eating cotton candy potatoes. Cotton candy potatoes. Yuck. Weird. Ton, I got a message here. Sent to the five cow mailbag from Jason Sunshine. Jason Sunshine? Yeah. What? Is that the guy's real name? I don't know. Maybe that's his stage name or or porno name or something. (laughs) Okay. All right. The Thanksgiving Leftovers show was really good. Definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> I love hearing that dude from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Now would somebody please pass me some of the damn biscuits? Yeah. Signed Jason Sunshine. <laughs> Jason Sunshine. Well, you know, thanks for the comment, Jason, and good luck in your career and everything. Um, make sure you look at the paperwork before you start in there or whatever. Sunshine. <laughs> Happy holidays. I'm glad you like that show. He's talking about the corn bugs. Yeah. Bill Mosley. I was talking about this. I was talking about the corn bugs recently to someone. You were talking to someone? Yeah, I was talking to someone and we ended up talking about Buckethead and then I said, Have you ever heard of the corn bugs? And he was like, No. And I said, Have you heard of the five count? And he was like, No. And then I slapped him across the face. Now we're talking. Yeah, and then I said, listen to the Cornbug show, Bill Mosley. You know, what are you doing, you damn dingus? That's what I said to him. And then you slapped him. I slapped him twice, yeah. First, just to make him wake up and come to his senses, and then the second time to really seal the deal that he had to listen to our show. But now he can't. It was my brother-in-law. Ironically, he can't listen now because Ton broke his eardrums. Yeah, I ruptured his eardrums with the slaps. It's a bummer. Well, he meant well. I really did, you know, and now his guitar career is down the tubes and he's got to get rid of a bunch of, you know, his guitars and his pedals. But luckily, I know a guy, uh, me, who plays guitar and will take all that stuff off of him. Oh. So Sounds like a murder she wrote sort of scenario <laughs> to me. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Hey, Ton, it's the five count. How do you like that? It's I love it. Should we play some more songs? Yeah, man. It's getting to be Christmas time, and Ton's always saying stuff like, hey, it's the holidays. How come you don't play more Man of War? 100%. I was like... I really don't understand that. I don't know. Maybe I will. Let's play the Man of War, why don't you? Let's play Man of War for the kids.
Y'all ready for this? Yo, Malcolm, get on deck. I'm gonna step to him first. See, I understand this. Let's get busy. A word from the wise to the simple sex Now some of you just smile and show your demos Hush, hush, how you blush Cause the topic's kinda risky Stop the shit and chat is what I say In a rush to use it thinking it'll make you the man Don't be stupid, take time, make a plan Think about the lover who you're giving all the bliss And the past ten lovers you're now sleeping with Sex is a pleasure that you share with your sweetie Play it smart, and if you haven't done it, don't start Cause the pressure slow down Don't make the wrong move, remember It is Murr from the TV show Impractical Jokers, and you are listening to The Five Count. There are strawberry marks above every door, and no one knows exactly what they are for, and no one cares, everyone just stares, because I'm young and online, young and online, my phone bill is my Because I'm sound and safe at home in front of my screen I cannot intervene, I am young and unloved 
Make the world go away 
and you're listening to the five counts.
Are you hey. okay over there? Hey, I'm great. Welcome back. You're to really the show. good. <laughs> You're excellent. It's the five count, you jerks. Who's a jerk? Uh, some guy. What do you mean? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. It's over now, but it's thank been great. you so much. It really has been great. It's been great listening to all of the uh, the interaction, the listener interaction. I love that. People love you. I hope somebody does. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I felt it a little bit tonight. If you really, really love us, you could join us on Patreon. They could really. We have a Patreon page. Are you serious? Um, yeah, for a very low price, you get all sorts of really fun stuff. Early access to all of our shows. Instead of Saturday night, you can hear this like on a Thursday morning. Man, Thursday morning. Beat the rush. Beat that rush. When you're out at the bars on Friday night, you could be talking about a show that, you know, for all intents and purposes, hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Wow. But you'll know. Wow. You'll be like Biff with Gray's Sports Almanac. Biff. That's hilarious. Also, there's lots of bonus stuff on there. Early access and uh, access to all the old classic episodes. I mean, if that's not enough, what's your problem? There's some solid gold out there in them old episodes. There's a five count at the movies. Ton swears he's going to fix the last one, but he's very busy. Yeah. Picking out sweaters. (laughs) Picking out sweaters. I've had this sweater for a long time. Oh, well, then I don't know what his excuse is. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get fixed. I promise. He promises. Otherwise, you could join us on YouTube if you're a cheap bastard. Yeah. That's free. (laughs) Are they really a cheap bastard if they're on YouTube? Wow. Well, if you can't afford the dollar to help support your favorite radio hunks, check out the Five Count Co-op. The latest episode features a guest appearance from Front Desk Rachel. She's always fun to have on this show. Got some Christmas episodes She's coming hilarious. Up. Good a lot, stuff. A lot of really fun things happening. Yes, it's a bunch of lovely things happening right now. If you missed this show or maybe another show from a couple weeks ago, you could go to thefivecount.com and listen to it there. Or subscribe to us on one of your favorite podcasting apps, and it'll just be sent right to your head. That's right all. to your head. Right to your head. What are you waiting for? Man, or your car or whatever. We got a bonus show, I think, coming up for the year's end. That'll be fun. Bonus. People love those bonus episodes. Man. What a time. Man. You know what else? I don't know this for sure because I haven't checked in in a long time, but I'm pretty sure if... You feel like your holidays are lacking, you could always order the five count Christmas ornament from Lori Dawn Ceramics. Yes. I have mine on my tree right now. It's lovely. Really ties the room together, does it It not? It does. It really does. It's very high quality, too. She does an excellent job. Well, just like the show. If you want any kind of ceramic stuff, just go to Lori Dawn Ceramics. 
If you don't see what you want there, message her. She might be able to make it for you. Yeah, if you need a giant lobster to hang on your wall, that's your hookup. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Ton, I guess we're pretty much done. One more show, done and over with. Yeah. One more holiday season coming to a close. Well, we got a couple of shows yet this year, but two of them to be exact. Maybe on the next program. Or three of them. We'll talk about what uh, what we got our children. Did you get some He-Man toys from that toy show I told you about? Didn't. Could have got a $2 Tila. Really? Yeah, there's Dude, a bunch of them. why didn't you just get me the $2 Tila then if you knew I wanted a Tila? I didn't know. Dust. I figured I would text you there and then I would stand around for an hour and a half and you would ignore me so then I would just get mad and leave. What a bummer. And then, like, uh, I'd leave the Saturday sale, and then I'd get a text message on Wednesday. Yeah, go ahead and get that for me. It's too late now, pal. I was out all over town with my daughter, actually, and I kind of wanted to bring her down there, but we were shopping for hours. I bought a Karate Kid figure from Metal Bob. Did you? Really? Is 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 it Daniel? Uh, yes. Is he in his karate gi or no? No. He's in his work clothes holding oh. a bucket and a and a paintbrush. Okay. That's cool. Paint the fence. Is it vintage of like my Danielson? No. Okay. It's made to look vintage, but it's new. Gotcha. One of those jobbies. Yeah. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with anything because the show's over. Show's over. Thank you so much. Go to thefivecount.com and just click around on some stuff. We would love it. Also, if you are a member of our Patreon page, check your mailboxes. You might have a Christmas card coming soon. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned right now. You might have some techno coming soon. <laughs> See you next time. That was the end of the story. If you'd like to hear it again, just turn the tape over. <laughs>